This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> But that's another thing is I'm not... Uh, well, I, I started recording, and the number one complaint I get about the show is that we talk about drugs a lot, so... Well, just edit the first part out, but let me finish this thought. I don't... Is that when I'm drinking, when I go to, to drink... You're, you're making my work. Go ahead. Well, hit... hit. Go ahead. But then if I stop it, then it's two files, and there might be something here I want to keep. It's just... Go ahead. When I, when I drink... Yes. It's not to escape reality. It's yeah. to have more Enhance fun. Enhance and enjoy it. So that's why I'm not a mean or a depressive drunk. I'm a happy drunk. Is because Which is why I want to get I'm, you drunk right now when you're really depressed because I think it'd bring, no, out, it'd bring no, out an animal. No. I, I want to see the animal, I man. No. You're, I don't you're like depressed. getting high is... or, or drinking when I'm, when I'm depressed because it, it, it works against it. That's the thing about drugs is that Drug like like or any substance, weed or or mushrooms or LSD. Like if you're having a bad trip, mm-hmm. it's because you are making yourself have a bad trip. Mm-hmm. You're tripping yourself out by thinking negative thoughts or being in a negative space. You you know you need to change. You need to stop focusing on it and move to something else. So if you're if you're using uh, if you're smoking weed because you're sad, mm-hmm. all you're gonna do is make yourself more sad. Well. Anyways, we can begin now. Let's begin. No more. Yeah. Now. My wife doesn't like it, and that's so how we'll do it. There's also a couple other people, like I said, the number one complaint, if there's anything, is that. Anyways, uh, welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting Flagship Show. We took a, we took the week off, and we talked about doing something for Christmas. I, I was really busy. I had I went bananas and had a bunch of work to do, and well, I worked a lot, and then had Christmas, and yeah. Worked a lot afterwards and on and on and on. Um I didn't have I didn't have anything I didn't have any work going on, but uh yeah. I did go bananas. You did go bananas? Yeah, but Good. yeah, I did. Good. That's what you do over Christmas. No, real quick, I know so you told me uh and I'll just post this picture, the picture that we, that I took earlier. Sure. Because sure. it perfectly sums up both of our Christmases. It's yeah. the one gift that I got and the one gift that you got, and they're so perfect. Holding your gift in my hand, reading my gift. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll just post that, so you can look forward to that. And see if post you can see if you can Facebook. figure out who, whose gift is whose. Well, you just said reading my gift. Well, I could have been reading something. There's things printed on your gift. True. I could have been reading that. Yeah. That and point. I, I mean, I was still technically holding my gift. Well, you were holding both gifts. Yeah. I was holding the both picture gifts. is of you. Yeah. And there's yeah. things to read on both gifts. Mm, yeah. So you is. can't really know. So. Go to go wherever he posts the picture. Well, I'll put it on. I'll put it on the. I'll put it on Twitter at Give Thought Show. Uh-huh. Uh, the day that the episode goes live, and then yeah. I'll and then I'll put it on our Facebook page, facebook.com yeah. slash Give That Some Thought. Uh, MySpace.com forward slash Give That Some no, Thought. No, that's nobody. Ha- oh no, is that not? I don't know if is anyone's like bothered to tell you, but like MySpace doesn't. Uh... Justin Timberlake bought MySpace, and it's a music platform now. Yeah, and I, I knew that. I knew that. That wasn't kidding. I'm being serious. No, I know. Did you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny when that news came out. Like, uh, Justin Timberlake's buying MySpace. Like, 
okay, as if as if I don't like I don't need to see another headline about a about a star or celebrity or somebody with a bunch of money making a bad investment. <laughs> Some computer geek like, probably probably convinced him that he they could that he'd get tons of not turn it around but but be able to change the format something in yeah. order yeah in order a way to sell music and it's nothing I've never I logged in one time uh, when it was like oh you have to like you like log in to like the new thing uh-huh. and like I logged in like one time and it looked like the ugliest Pandora I've ever seen literally I was yeah. just kind of like this is what like it looked like it looked like Spotify raped Pandora and that was what came out that well, that's that just platform obscene. That's just exactly not a very good mental picture and uh, and so I was like this is okay that's nice and yeah. I've never I don't never logged in since but uh, anyways what was I gonna say oh well two things about so timing okay so Christmas how how was it you don't have to get into gift we'll post a picture of that we we'll talk about that next week or whatever no, but, it was uh, fine you went to your mom's house did that in whole pretty time. much yeah yeah um went to uh. Went to church on Christmas Eve. And my oh, did you? And my mom's church. How was that? Yep, uh, it was fine. It was kind of boring. Did it? Did it? Uh, did it stir something in your heart and make no. you want to go back to church? No. No, I, I got. Did the you car. focus on the baby Jesus? No, I didn't. I we got. I got what the, did you do there? Got my That's brother's my car. Question. It was me, my brother Joel, my brother Joseph. We're in there, and I'm, I said, "It's the best possible." It was. This was after we got out of the church service. Okay, so left church. And, it's yeah. the best possible time right now, you guys. <laughs> of course, Joseph says, "What? What is?" I said, "It's the longest possible period of time before more church. It's another, <laughs> another four months." Oh, so you go? Will you go to an Easter service? Maybe I, or, I'm uh, going. To, I'm going to do my my damnedest this year to not do the Easter thing. With try and avoid the <laughs> like I, Easter Easter dinner. I will be there, but Easter Sunday. Yeah, because Matt's not gonna no, no. Matt's not gonna miss out on a big thing of cooked meat. And family, but it's it's like I don't want to be one of those people who just goes to church on Christmas Eve, and and Easter and Easter, no. and that's what you are. So right I'm now. gonna or well for the past two years, sure. So I'm gonna cut out the Easter. <laughs> so now you'll be one of those people and just do Christmas, which Eve. is a bunch smaller group of people that only go to church on Christmas Eve. But it's it was, we're bigger than you think. But <laughs> but it's uh it's it's I. Even the Christmas Eve thing bugs me. Even going to church on Christmas Eve. Now, why does that me. bug you? Just because it's, I, I if if you if you want to feel that way uh-huh. in your faith, uh-huh. spot on. Go keep, for it. Go yeah. for it. Your business. Yeah. Um, it's not personally my bag. That's really not my scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but the the whole maybe we maybe we there's something we could talk about, but yeah. Churches, well, we are by definition talking about it. A fellowship, yeah, as a social group, uh-huh. which is all churches are. When we when we say yeah, what our parents refer to as fellowship, we refer it's just hanging. It's out. your social group, right? So uh, yeah. churches, by and large, into in in the American culture, are social groups. They function primarily as social groups, and for people to teach each other theology. I should, yeah. I really detest that. Um, not because it's a bad thing in and of itself. Uh-huh. It's it's a bad thing for me mm-hmm. because I see it as a waste of time. It's just a bunch of people wasting their breath, and so I would much rather be a part of a group where you would have a discussion about Whatever theology um, and an open discussion, not a teacher 
teaching this is the theology this is what happening this is what happens yeah. or this is what we believe but a so group let me of, throw this at you though a group of people talking about their own ideas and bringing things to to the table where nothing is off limits where you you, you don't have any 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 hampers of uh of of language and no one person is dictating well that too maybe you have someone to facilitate but um you know you can you don't have to use God approved language mm-hmm. um, to get your point across. You can uh, you can you can talk about things like uh, like the apocrypha without being laughed out of the room. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Just uh, an open intellectual exercise of belief systems rather than uh, fellowship. Yeah. Oh, what was Which the question? Just, I had just, for you? Okay, so in your, in your in your perfect in uh, uh, the church, Matt, is there is there a place? I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this right. Is there a place or a? Uh, could you mention like a facilitator or whatever? Is there is there a place for like the the pastor, or like the shepherd of the flock? Is there is there or or should his role just be very different than what you typically see? Or is there is there 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 should not be that that type of relationship or interaction shouldn't exist, or what? Do you, you, know, you know what I'm asking? Like, is there? Yeah, what, what would your the, the role of the pa- the pastor in, in the modern church today is emotional pacifier, not as somebody who's giving somebody the truth or trying to help them be, become a better person or even a more righteous, justified person. Um, do you think that's for everybody, or is that just a generalization? yeah? Almost across the board, uh, the, a pastor is there to placate the emotions of the churchgoers and make yeah. them feel good about themselves, and that that is because if you don't. If you don't, your church is going to die. Your church is going to dwindle, and people are going to go somewhere where they in all practical where they yeah. find that emotional masturbation. Yeah, and that's that's where they're going to naturally, uh, nat- they're you know they're going well, to be even the Bible that. says that the, the, the itching ears thing. Like they, they, you want to hear what you want to hear. Yeah, sure. And if you're not so it, yeah, yeah the, a church of my dreams will never happen because eventually, even even if it were to grow and say have a couple dozen people going eventually they would leave and they would get married or start having children and then you'd have you know i don't know a lot of kids though in the church service which was cool um a lot of babies making noise a lot of toddlers running around while stuff's going on what prayers going around children are walking up and down the aisles really yeah it was kind of cool that and nobody cared no one bad an eye. No one looked at kids. Said, "Stop what you're you doing." You need to sit down. Yeah. <clears throat> the pastor even said at the, at the beginning, um, "There's not going to be any nursery." So, so just, just remember, this kids is are going to be nursery. kids. Yeah. So don't, yeah, just don't let them distract you. I dig that. Yeah, I do dig that. It bothers me because we put our son in the nursery sometimes. Now, usually, generally speaking, it's because I'm doing something and or she's doing something in service. Um, I don't like that though. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it goes back to almost that conversation we had about Santa Claus like two months ago. Like, like that's almost misinforming my kid. Like as soon as my kid thinks that church on a Sunday morning, you know, we go to church is, is getting up and getting ready. And then him being only with other people that are his own age in a facilitated, structured, whatever it is, whether it's like a children's church or a series of classes, or maybe they just throw them all in our nursery, whatever it is. As soon as that's church to him, as opposed to 
like actual church, like like to me that's misinformation because then at one point like then you just okay now you're in here now like or you know what I mean like like why ever just let's just go just get your brain in there and just work it out you know because then because I also feel like you know what's the deepest conversation I'll ever have from him not being in service with me. What's the deepest conversation I could possibly ever have with him after his experience as opposed to the experience with us together? You know, like what, like Johnny pushed me, like those types of things, you know, or, or today we learned about Noah's Ark, you know, and you can open up some conversations, but if he's in church there, like, okay, what does this word mean, daddy? What does that word mean, daddy? What is, what does this mean? What is, why did they do that? Why did the pastor pray for this or that? Or what was the baby dedication about? Or what was the baptism or on and on and on. Plus for a kid, it's you much know, and more. And that's what I want to do with my kid. You know? I think for a kid, it's much more important to see their parents engaging in exactly. church. Yeah than for them to get engage in church. If your if your child is 8, they don't need to go to Sunday school. Yeah. They don't I'm so, sorry, but up until time a child is maybe in a teenager, they don't need to be taught things in church mm-hmm. from the Bible. Mm-hmm. They need to go to church and see their parents going to church mm-hmm. and their parents learning things from and have the an Bible. understanding of this what And then they need to be yeah. taught by their parents about the Bible. If you're going to teach a child about the Bible. Yeah. But church for me is just, it's its really annoying. I hate the order of service. I hate the fact that every church sings songs. Doesn't matter if they're singing different songs. Doesn't matter if they're singing hymns or rock songs. I, I, I hate the fact that every church you go to, you got to sing a song. Everybody's got to sing a song, and they're always the same crappy, stupid, praise him songs. Like, oh, you're so wonderful. You can do anything. Like, its he's God. Omnipotent, omniscient, right? Yeah. Like, it, we need to stop repeating that he, he's so awesome to him. <laughs> the things that he probably already gets. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Saying, yeah. Uh, and I know it's, a lot of the Bible is about, you know, order service is about exaltation and, and worship. Uh, but maybe... Well, there's another question. Maybe What's your form a, of worship then? I don't, m- like, how do you worship God corporately with people? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, Just, personally. You know, well, yeah. I know yeah. you don't. <laughs> but I don't sing songs to God about how awesome He is. Sunday I morning, sing... you start with a we start with a belch and a cigarette for you. I I know that. Yeah, man. no, <laughs> I don't sing songs to God about how awesome He is. I m- my version of that is saying is 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 questions is is wanting to know why 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 are you so awesome and that as you say you are. Yeah, I don't know. Or why did you create the universe or me or yeah that's yeah yeah. And I'm slow I'm slowly coming to head with with my faith about about. What it is, I believe, and I it's it's Scary. so far away from what everyone else is, believes, and I there are few people even on the internet I can't find somebody who believes the same way I do about the, about the Bible. <laughs> Wait, I know, I know. What? Like, yeah, you just haven't found the right. Even the Rosicrucians. Have say, you gone past <laughs> page one on Google? Yeah, I have. Because you know, there's like ten more pages. I have. Uh, yeah, even the Rosic- Rosicrucians are like, come on, Matt, that's a little out there. Um, well, you said something to me. Anecdote time, and this really meant something to me. I don't know if you knew that it meant something to me when you said it, but it really did. And so, and I know you're depressed, so uh, this is kind of a this is a Matt's cool moment. And hopefully, you can appreciate that. But I'm not uh, depressed. I'm just well. You're in a uh, you know a weird yeah. spot, but so I just it, get like this. Wanted to have a job for a while. This was probably a couple months ago, and I believe I was giving you a ride home from work. Either I picked you up. I think I worked actually. Oh yeah, no, I think I think I worked, and we had a conversation about some of the people there, and mm-hmm. some of my interactions with them, and that sort of thing. Sure. Not necessarily my interactions, but you, you were kind of like calling it out, like she 
wants the D and you need to watch out for that. Like that sort of thing. And, uh, and I think we may have talked about somebody specific or whatever. And I was like, I was like, ah, I don't think I would, you know, or, and, and then I went to like my fictional scenario. I, I believe this is how the conversation went that led up mm-hmm. to this one thing that you said, but, but I was like, you know, Oh, if it was Katy Perry or something like that, I was like, ah, oh, my wife knows it, you know, something like that. And you, and then you were like, you said, you said, I wouldn't let you do that, man. And, and that wasn't one meant so much to me, but it, it, it was these words that you put it in. I think that, I remember, I remember this. And it just, it just, it floored me. And I was like, I was like, that's crazy. But cause you were like, you were like, I wouldn't let you do that. You know? And I was like, oh yeah, you, you know, you were in my wedding you were there. And he's like, he's like, you just, you go, you're like, when you make a promise like that to a bunch of other people in front of a bunch of other people and you put it out there in the universe that, that you're making that promise to mm-hmm. that one person, He's like, he's like the universe. Well, because I was like, oh, you wouldn't let me get away with that. Like, what are you gonna do, Matt? And you were like, you were like, the universe wouldn't let you get away with that. Yeah. Like, you're you're asking for for the universe to hate you because you made that promise in front of all those people and to all those people, and it just <laughs> it just floored me. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy. <laughs> like, yeah. it just it really hit me. And also that I think that kind of tips into like what you were saying a second ago, like about like like what, what, what you believe, but like. Cause it's it's a little it's a little batty, you know. If you if you kind of throw it against theology or whatever, but but the way you said it, and against it, I was just established like, theology, yeah, exactly. But I was the just people, like, the people have handed down from generation to generation to make sure that no one is uncomfortable sitting in a church calling <laughs> themselves a Christian. That is what theology is. It's what's been handed down from generation to generation to make sure that everybody feels comfortable calling themselves a Christian and sitting around other Christians. That's theology. It's not the truth. It's what makes people the most comfortable. Yeah, but yeah, just the just the way We've you phrased that, that pa- I was like, wow. Yeah. We've seen that in the past fifty years in churches. Yeah, it's 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 about what makes people, and we've seen it throughout the entirety of 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 human history. Mm-hmm. Is that religion is what makes the most people the most comfortable, most of the time, and the most successful. Yeah, that's what religion is. It naturally tailors itself to what the human wants. Anyway. What we were saying about the whole making a promise, a, a wedding vow, right? You you either writing a vow or you're saying words uh-huh. that people have and said both, yeah. and invoked in the same type of vow. You're making it in front of a holy man, mm-hmm. using him as a conduit, mm-hmm. okay? The pastor, mm-hmm. who which is a, whether or not you believe in the papacy or not, mm-hmm. or the, that a, 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 a pastor is infallible, doesn't matter. He's still a conduit. Mm-hmm. Some sort of conduit, not a fa- not an infallible one. Or God's representative, but to he's a conduit that. between yeah. the Holy Spirit and and the believer. Um, you you are so basically you're using a magician, uh-huh. right? <laughs> you're making a vow uh-huh. on your blood and the blood of the person you're vowing to, right? Till death do us part. Yeah, it's a blood pact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're making it in front of hundreds, dozens, or hundreds of people. Right, yeah. who have all come together, who share your life and yeah. know you, or by law at the very least, two people who saw it and signed and a piece of paper, know you, yeah, and they're making the promise with you, vowing to be witness to the promise mm-hmm. and to help you uphold the promise. Mm-hmm. So you're making a blood pact using a high priest <laughs> and a bunch of, of other cultists <laughs> oh, coming God. together, yeah, to to. When what you're doing is you're invoking magic to make this thing happen in reality, and you're you're saying, "Let me be cursed if I break this promise." So guess what? If you break the promise, you're gonna be cursed. <laughs> that curse is real. That's that's another thing I, I 
I, I, most Christians don't believe is is they don't believe in magic anymore, which sucks because raising the dead and healing the blind and casting out demons mm-hmm. and all this other stuff, and the even New the Testament pillars of fire and stuff. Well, the New Testament believers were supposed to be able to do with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. It's all magic. It's all magic. Sorry, but when God created the universe, He created it with specific rules. Yeah. One of those rules is that humanity has power over demons. We do. If you believe in that stuff, yeah. From from the very garden, man. Yeah. God gave man, supposedly gave man dominion over the earth. Yeah. The whole earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anything that's in the earth, anything physical. Mm-hmm. So if there's eleven different dimensions and we are experiencing four, guess what? If there's demons, they're in the other seven somewhere. Still a physical dimension. We're just not seeing it. <laughs> so guess yeah. what? We still have power over those seven dimensions. We have no clue exists because they're in the world. Because they're physical. Mm-hmm. They have to be if they're created. If God created them, they have to be physical. They're just not anywhere where we can see them. Plus, the universe is a hologram anyway. Like it's just <laughs> it's it's a thin filament spread over infinity. Um, every time time is concurrent. There is no past or do you think or future? There is only present. That's bananas yeah, no, to think about, though. Isn't but it? that's that's quantum that's so mechanics. Weird. I that's, was thinking that's about actual I know, physics. I know. I, this occurred to me because I was listening to uh, another podcast, which will go unnamed, and I'll tell you. And if every particle is 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 in its in and of itself a wave, which quantum mechanics theorize, guess what? All the universe is sound. What does it say in in, in Genesis? God spoke, right? Yeah. Everything physical is simply the reverse reverberations of God's voice. Of God's voice if yeah. you believe in what the scripture actually says and what we see in the actual in, in nature, yeah. in reality, but if you, you put can't the, talk about that. The Matt. reality Come of the on. physical and the reality of what scripture actually yeah. says together, yeah. you realize that all the universe, all physical, is simply what's left over of the rumblings of God's voice. See, when he created magic, <laughs> when he created these these these. These these rules yeah. that Christians don't pay attention to anymore, and that's what bugs me, is that there is so much esoteric nonsense. So no, so many interesting esoteric things about the Bible. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. about what Christians and what the Judeo Christian beliefs have been throughout the years. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to pin down what exactly is real, but one thing I do know is that spells, magic, the control of demons. All it's, it's it's all real, man. It 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 happens, and it's real. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I'm 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 crazy. Yeah, you gotta be. No, I've always what you just said about the 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 whole universe being an, an, an echo or the or the the leftover of uh, the rumbling of God's voice. I've always thought about that, you know, because everyone's like, uh, uh, or, and I haven't been into this for a long time or paid attention to it or even had this conversation just because I haven't, I've been working so much that I haven't, I just haven't even had the chance to breathe. But, uh, that idea that, that which, uh, atheists or, or creation deniers, not necessarily atheists, but mm-hmm. creation deniers, you know, are always like, you know, well, it shows the universe is constantly expanding. So of course it was a big bang. Like that to me has always been like, but if God's, spoke literally like mm-hmm. okay so there's there's the words there in genesis if he spoke for the universe to come into f- fruition yeah then it and it totally makes sense that it would still be expanding mm-hmm. because the voice of god okay like let that marinate for a second the voice of god to begin everything that we have known will know and know 
of course it makes sense that it would be ex- still expanding. Yeah. You know, and start and started from one small point or whatever. Yeah, it's just, well, it's, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it did. That's it, something that it, I've it, always pulled back to that and looked at it from a different point of view of just, oh, yeah, the universe is expanding. Of course it was a Big Bang. Well, good yeah. point. No, God, got it. Let's move on. Any, any, well, anybody <laughs> who says that... orgies and bloodbaths. Like, <laughs> anybody who says that, uh, that, that Big Bang cosmology isn't true is a moron and is deceiving themselves. No matter if it's for religious purposes or yeah. not, it happened. Sorry. There's a physical record that we can look at and see. But I think that's so God. <laughs> like that's that's what I've always sure. looked at and, and and have kind of been laughed at because I've had remnants of or pieces of these conversations with with you know people that I'm close to and and they don't they're like what because that that like it's 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 almost like they're applying the slippery slope slope fallacy in the sense that they're like uh, give it a few months and you're going to mm-hmm. be a, just a full blown atheist and it's like. That's why do you have to why why is that the answer like like to me cosmology and look looking at things like that and looking at what the data says versus no let's say what the Bible says like like comparing those two and looking at the differences and looking at how surprisingly in some ways they do coincide you know to me that's that's understanding your creator more which is what yeah. the the very Bible tells us to do right yeah. like like our discovery and our dominion over the earth you've brought this up before our dominion over the earth is is in and our our when you said subdue the planet like like that's know it like that's understand yeah. it and to me that that cosmology and that that looking as far as we can into the universe and those sorts of things like that's that's god yeah like why wouldn't you want to know as much as you can same thing for Whatever it is, you know, you, Shark Week or or some snake in the middle of the Amazon that we've only seen twice. Like that's yeah. God did all that, you know. If 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 you believe that, you know. I mean, evolution had a pretty big role in it. Well, sure, but uh, you know, at least in some ways. But as I read the Bible, there are only three instances where uh, where God actually had a physical interaction with the universe, with anything physical. Okay, what are those? The Big Bang. If you read the Bible. Okay. Okay, the spark. It says it says in in the, New, in the Old Testament when uh, when God when God formed man from the dust of the ground, right? Okay, that's, so that's formed. number two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which to me was probably a, a, a spark in the primordial ooze that made cells start to happen. Uh huh. Right. Um, and the incarnation, the the knocking up Mary. Mm-hmm. Those three times, only three times, that God actually did anything physical in the universe. And so we're just waiting on that fourth. Maybe maybe that's it. Yeah, but and but see the 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 you can get so much theology from when God interacts with the physical universe those three times, right? Yeah, and then so many other times in a spirit appearing to people. Yeah, and from there you can extrapolate. Well, God only did in certain spots. Then you figure out what the spots were, and you figure out, oh wait a minute, this earth has been tainted since long before man got here. So why was it tainted? Yeah, uh, it was already tainted by sin when God created the garden. He wouldn't have had to create a garden if the earth was wasn't a, already it was a tainted. Sacred place within exactly. the tainted place. Yeah, if the earth wasn't already tainted. Yeah. Anyway, well, because the snake was there, which is the personification of Satan, and in, in, in terms of the timeline, Satan was already thrown out of heaven by that point. Yeah, like he had already, you know, at least if you look at the timeline, you get the impression that God and the angels are all just hanging out, and then the one was like, "I can be like God," and the guy was like, "No way," threw him, mm-hmm. threw him out. That was way before the creation of man. Yeah, and then and we the, haven't even gotten. What do you think about that? So the dark side of things, okay? Satan, he can be here on Earth, right? Whereas yeah. God can't or isn't. 
Isn't, at least. Well, Could be. The, the physical universe belongs to him. To Satan. To Satan, yeah. It's not God's. It belongs to Satan. Yeah. There's no way that Satan could have... Lucifer could have tempted Christ in the desert with... With everything, With yeah. all the kingdoms of the earth. He basically said, I'll give you the entire universe if you call me God. Yeah. He couldn't have... Because it's going back it's to... It's such the, a weird interaction, is, too, going back to what I said. Because like, it's it's like Satan's still got the chip on his shoulder that, like, I can still be God. I can still do it. Well, that's the whole... A millennia I mean, later. That's the whole, whatever. That's the whole premise. Yeah. But, uh... There's no way he could he could have made that promise to him unless he actually was able to fill that promise. There's no way he could have struck that bargain unless he could hold up his end of the deal, which is actually handing over the physical universe, the physical universe to God. Yeah. So God no, doesn't control the physical universe. Satan controls the physical universe. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Read it and think about it for yourself, rather than just uh, listening to what the pastor says on Sunday morning. Exactly. And Wednesday nights if you're a good Christian. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, we've. Uh, been talking about that for a few minutes. Uh, and then people because... call me crazy because I call weddings blood packs. Woo. <laughs> I didn't, I, but if you recall, that was one of the most interesting and profound things you've ever said to me. And I actually told my wife that, and she's, she was like, she was like, but how does he believe that with God? You know, because she thinks, she, I, I don't know what she thinks about you, but she, <laughs> I think she has, like, in the back of her mind, I think you just, like, you know, or, like, you just hate God and are burning crosses and just, you know. No, just, not at all. You know, just screw all religion. I'd, kinda. I'd, I'd, Whereas I know from the conversations that we've had, even off this show yeah. and for many years now, like, I, like I know... I know the whole thing for you, whether it's whether it's what people tell you, and by people I mean your family or popular Christianity or me or a- anybody. It's it's always been what people tell you versus versus your own thoughts and 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 wrestling with it for yourself. Yeah, which which I've always admired, and, and, and I mean that's what you got to do. And the okay. fact that I think Christians are the the most boring, uninteresting, <laughs> milk toast people group on this planet. You're probably. Yeah. The American evangelical is the most wishy-washy, uninteresting, spineless just piece of flotsam flat, flat, that yeah. just it's blandular kind kind of person. Yeah. They're so uninteresting. They're the tofu of people. <laughs> just <laughs> they're the dry they're the dry toast yeah. of people. Yeah. Dry toast is the worst. It's not. It's not. Not great. I actually got really pissed off. Speaking of dry toast, probably about a week ago, there was no food in the house because we hadn't we hadn't done any shopping and we hadn't done any in a while and whatever. Like there was literally nothing. But I remembered that my wife had gotten a loaf of bread and I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna make some toast because I know we had some sugar. Like yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna sugar it up. I'm just gonna this is gonna be great. Went in there, grabbed a loaf of bread, was gonna toast it, and I was like, I better make sure we have some butter because I'm not just gonna put sugar on hardened bread. Like a some kind of animal, <laughs> and, then, and we didn't have any butter, and I was so mad because I was so looking forward to to like cinnamon and sugar toast, and then the one ingredient that makes that what it is, the butter, we didn't have, and I was I was so mad, I was just massively upset yeah. for like two hours. I just stewed over the fact that we didn't have any butter. I'm like I'm like she brings bread into the house and didn't have butter. <laughs> just, yeah. I'm just sitting in my living room being angry. Anyways, okay, yeah. so you went to church on Christmas, and then and now we had this conversation. Yeah. One uh, one final thought. Uh, yes. The whole, if anybody's doubting me on the whole marriage is a blood pact thing. Okay, two things. Number one, it's the oldest pact in the universe. You believe the Bible, it's the oldest one that there is. There's no other ritual or ceremony older than marriage. Yeah. And you take Adam, you take Eve, and you put them together. What happened to Eve's hymen? Blood pact. 
Anyways. And now we're back to square one. Everybody <laughs> hates Matt. <laughs> you brought it back. It's that's good though. Yeah. That's a good host. A good, yeah, people a good co-host. People, you do you know, that. Five it's minutes good. ago, they're thinking, "Wait a minute, Matt. You kind of make some yeah, interesting hold on. points." This guy. This guy. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Blood pack. Hyman. Yep, blood Hyman's, packs. Yep. All right. Nope. He's done with this faggot. Oh god. <laughs> Drugs wreak havoc on the mind. <laughs> they clearly do, sir. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, good discussion. Um, okay. This, it's Monday night about whatever freaking time it is. Yeah, it is about 10 o'clock. Wow, I got here late. I'm sorry about that, by the way. You, you did. You pr- you promised 7, showed up at uh, 8.30. I did. Or like almost 9. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, and I what do I have to be at work in the morning? I mean, c- come on. Oh. Jobless mad. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's Monday night, about 10 o'clock. This episode's going to come out on January 1st. On New Year's. Yeah. 2015. Uh-huh. So let's, let's have that quick conversation. Any uh, any resolutions? Any Does it mean anything? Is it just another day? <coughs> I, I If I, I had to say without hearing it from you, I, I would say that to you it's just another day and you're going to be annoyed at the fact by how much people party about something that is pretty, pretty insignificant. You know how I feel about most holidays. Yeah, it's a... It's a, it's actually probably the most legitimate holiday out there, though, because it's actually celebrating okay. something physical Here's that happens. Here's where we disagree. No, it's not. Well, it's a whole new year. This Gregorian calendar we've been using for yeah, a couple num- thousand years. Yeah, numbers that people made up. <clears throat> but they, they correspond to actual things. No, it's they a don't. system of measurement. So- system of measurement doesn't mean anything, though. 24 hours, like, like, there could be 30 hours in a day. An hour is just minutes that we made up, made up of seconds that we made up. I mean, they're they're physical. We we all came up with that, of, of, and that goes back to scripture. A, a day is as a thousand no. years to God. A thousand years is as a day, because you can see past sure. time. Sure. I'm looking forward to that. You know, of all the things that heaven's supposed to be in communion with God and see God face to face, I'm looking forward to no concept of time. Yeah, my number one thing. It's absolutely. It's probably one. not going to be anything like you think. No. Well, and even if it's not, even if we show up and God's like shirtless and like. Cooking wieners over, like, I don't know, Satan. Wearing a pair or something. of Bermuda shorts. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. just with an open Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian Jesus? Yeah. No, no. He's not, he doesn't have the open Hawaiian shirt. He's got no <laughs> shirt on, Bermuda shorts, totally barefoot, big old beard sculpt, spilling down the front of his sculpted manly chest. I mean, the guy is ripped like Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day, but he's right. like, you know, he's a couple trillion years old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but for his age, looks great. He's yeah. flip. He's flipping. He's flipping, flipping lamb burgers because it is heaven, so you get the best tasting burger. Yeah, exactly. He's flipping 100 percent lamb burgers on uh, on on his uh, on a grill on over what, hell. I don't know what name brand kind of grill. Like a, Weber is the only Weber, name. Yeah, there you go. The on grill, I know. Yeah, on a Weber. Col- gr- well, Weber Coleman grill. makes lanterns. I, I they make outdoorsy stuff. Just in general, yeah. Yeah, the Coleman. I I, Coleman is like I think white trash North Face. No, because North Face is only clothing. Uh, North Face no, doesn't I, make. I like, think they make. I think they make camping supplies too. Are you sure? I think it's only the shirt, like yeah. the hoodie, like the parkas and stuff. Anyway, God's dressed like <laughs> like Bermuda Santa Claus. Okay, okay like right, Hawaiian right, right, Santa. Right, yeah, <laughs> and he's flipping burgers. Yeah, even if even if that, and he's got like like just like he's got he's got warm beer for you. Like that's it. Like just like there's some warm beer over there. Like even if heaven's that, like when we get there and there's no time, I'll be elated. I'll be. It's just. Mm-hmm. No, no gold streets, no, 
simple text would have sufficed. Oh, wait, he did text. So he called because I didn't answer. Yeah. Makes sense. We He's riding, probably wanted to head to get head to bed. It says we riding in together, nigga. <clears throat> uh, anyways, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Heaven, heaven could be awful, and it's just. <clears throat> but no time. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Just no, because everything, every like every. Anyways, that's what New Year's is. It's just a made up. It's. Just, I always, I always wondered that because. My parents would we'd stay up till midnight, and then we go out on the porch and like ring cowbells, you know, like happy mm-hmm. here, listen to like fireworks or gunshots. I don't know. Yeah. I lived in North St. Louis County, and who am I to judge? But uh, they, uh, I would always think that like right after that, when mom and dad would be like, "Okay, it's time to go to bed," like I'd be like, "Why don't we do this every night for every midnight and just celebrate every day?" <laughs> that was my thought. Yeah, because none of them mean anything. Yeah, I don't know. You get you, Hawaiian Hawaiian Santa God had me thinking about something else. Yeah, what was about that? the actual nature of heaven? Like what? It, what is it? We've had this conversation before. <clears throat> I don't know, but I think my opinion may have changed. I don't know. Oh, what's your? Well, if, my whole thing the, was being with God. If the universe is a story, my yeah, that God had spoke, and. The only good thing that a good story ever does is end. I think in the orig- in, in at, at the end of it, it goes back to just God again, and we're done. Our story is over. The story of this physical universe. So the do, story of so, us is over. Okay, so then do our soul? You think our soul? <clears throat> no, like, I think it's I, just we're done. I think we're done. So death is death. I don't think that death is 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 death. I just think that that once the universe is over and done with the story of. Of the redemption of creation is done, the story is ended, and we don't just keep on going in perpetuity or perpetuity. I think it's just that's a nursery rhyme that we've been fed to make ourselves feel like we're we we matter to the story. Wait, so when you really die, just, you just hang out with God till it's all over for everybody? Maybe, or, maybe that's it. Yeah, you just get to you just get to know that hey, this is gonna end with the good guys winning. And then well, it just really goes don't, back other to than just John's, being God again. Other than John's hallucination, like the only thing we have is like Jesus basically said, "I go to prepare a place for you." Well, I think we got more in like the Book of Enoch and in Daniel than we well, do in Revelation. Not accepted canon. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Yeah, no, not accepted canon. No, and I, New Testament Christians all believed in it, but you no, know, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, not accepted canon because four hundred years later, after I Jesus love that left, you're so pissy was, weird about the, the books of the Bible and aren't accepted. Four hundred years after after I Jesus left, uh, after Jesus said peace, peace, y'all. Yeah. Uh, well, like three hundred years after, uh, a bunch of rich old men got together and decided, oh well, this helps us keep power over people, and this doesn't, so we're gonna throw this out and keep this. That's what the Council of Nicaea was was about. It was a, it was about solidifying and getting rid of any any branch of Christianity that didn't follow the mainstream. That's all it was about. It wasn't about solidifying that this is doctrine and this isn't. It Well, it was precisely that. But it wasn't because anyone was particularly concerned concerned with... about what the truth actually was. They just wanted to make sure that they wanted to consolidate power and make and get rid of any yeah, other branch of Christianity yeah. that, w- that wasn't giving money to the church. Because we have a Gnostic uh, uh, a church that springs up. They're not giving money to the Church of Constantinople. The Church of Constantinople has to have that money. But if you get everybody believing the same exact thing and say, this is theology and this isn't, then everybody who wants to get into heaven has to believe what you what you tell them to and give you money, or they're dead. <laughs> 
so you the Catholic. What I'm what I'm saying is is starting with Constantine. It, the Catholic Church is, it, or the Church in large has just been mafia, a mafia. <laughs> God, pu- pushing people circle. to b- make sure that they believe certain things yeah. in order to keep them in line. Yeah. It, but I'm say? the weird one because you know, <laughs> I believe in blood packs and deep magic from before the dawn of time, as Aslan says. <laughs> it's. it's, it's, it's Evangelical should never let me read the Chronicles of Narnia. Okay, <laughs> that's where the p- whole problem began. Because it's not—it's not the line the witch in the wardrobe. It's not Prince Caspian. It's when you get to the horse and his boy and the magician's nephew, and you're like, "Oh, oh, C.S. <laughs> Lewis, you were telling us all something different." If you—if you read the, the the last two books of the Chronicles of Narnia as an adult, uh-huh. and then put that uh, with in the same allegorical painting like that C.S. Lewis with, is painting. Yeah. Over the whole series, you suddenly realize that he's saying something completely different about the nature of Christianity. It's not about Jesus sacrificing and, yay, we all get to go to heaven when we die, <laughs> and Jesus is our redeemer. It's While that's a big part, no. Yeah. The Aslan isn't the, isn't the redeemer. It's everybody else who redeems. And, and Anyway, yeah, it's the whole physical creation. May, might I surmise that you've been doing a lot of reading in your time... Yeah, I mean, I unemployed. I feel like I a lot of no uh, offense. I mean, it's it's your time to do with as you please. I've read through the Book of Enoch twice, actually. Um, have you really? Yeah, um, and then oh, reading God. a lot of commentary on that. Um, a lot of YouTube videos. Oh some, God! Some corners of Matt. YouTube that even I dismiss <laughs> as this is crazy. You need to lay off the LSD, sir. Um, right, and other ones, and and. I actually spent 15 minutes watching an Alex Jones video before I said to myself, what "That's you, 15 minutes you'll never you get doing? back, man." Yeah, like 15 minutes into the into the video. And was it actually him or just from yeah, Infowars? No, it was, it was, it's always him. Just, I'm not sure if it was, it, it was part of another a larger YouTube series or something thing that somebody yeah. had put together, and they took took like 15 minutes of an Alex Jones show and put it into their anyway. Uh, yeah. I spent like 15 minutes watching him. Like I said to myself, "What? Wait, what's happening? What am I doing here? <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? This yeah. is not healthy behavior, Matt." Yeah. So I got up and I made myself a sandwich, and then I masturbated, and, and then it all was right with the world again. Yeah, yeah I no, got my, it's just got it's, my mind off of it. It's almost like when you're wandering around with no phone <laughs> and nowhere to be. It like it's kind of like how to get down this street, or like when you see the arch, you're like, "Oh, okay, I'm here now." Yeah. And that's that's what you did. You saw that arch of Alex Jones, and you're like. Wait a second, that's Alex Jones. How how did I? Yeah, I know I'm here, but basically, once I find another job, I'll yeah, you'll go I'll back go to using the internet for for community and for porn and pirating TV shows like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll I'll stop thinking for myself again and I'll become a sheep. Thank oh, just God, another sheeple. Please, we need to get you a job then because yeah. this, this is getting dangerous. Like in, like this is fine and this is decent conversation, but another couple episodes and we're gonna be. We're gonna. This podcast is gonna be the bastard child of Mysterious Universe and Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah, well, more like the higher side chats and Welcome to Night Vale. Mysterious Universe does a good job where they just present. The, I do like that podcast. They present yeah the weird stuff, but they never really say, "Oh, well, this is obviously true." They always ninety percent of the stuff they end up debunking, either debunking or making fun of. Yeah, because well, a lot of it is pretty much crap. Yeah. Because, yeah, maybe you have seen lights in the sky, and a lot of people have reported seeing lights in the sky, 
It's a phenomena. It's probably real, and it probably happens. But uh, you have no conclusive evidence other than what you've said. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going to believe you. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Just like I'm not going to believe in your Bible because you have no conclusive evidence that God actually exists. You know what I haven't listened to in a long time? Sorry. I haven't listened to uh, Coast to Coast in a while. Yeah, uh, I don't because you either have to listen to it on terrestrial radio, and then you only get to listen to 30 minutes of it every hour. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you have, have to pay for the podcast, yeah, or you right. have to pay for the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure it's on. I think it's on the. I bet it's on the Pirate Bay. Howard Stern. I know probably, Howard Stern is. probably. But even so, like it's it's fairly obvious from the whole John B. Wells drama from a year ago. Like yeah, it, the the CIA took over oh God, coast to coast Jesus. long ago. Mad. They uh, yeah, please get a job. The United States government please. took over coast to coast long ago, and it's just. You can tell, like, they're not trying to debunk, like, even so, like, the whole John B. Wells thing, like, he couldn't mention, the, the, the CIA told him not to mention 9-11 or Obama on his show. And so that's why he quit Coast to Coast. No, oh, I know. I've looked up his bat crazy, have you seen what he's doing now? No. Caravan to Midnight? It's a YouTube show. Yeah. And it's... Hmm. It's uh, yeah. Pull it up. Go ahead. It's just it's so far out there. Like just 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 put in Caravan to Midnight. That's all you got to put into YouTube. Yeah. See. Yeah. There it is. Continue our tribute to JFK Week. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, see what I mean? Like he's. No, I, this is, yeah. I do love his voice, Sandy though. Hook. His voice. Mm, uh, the yeah, best radio voice. This is what I'm doing later on tonight. Oh, God. Come at the hour. Come at the mothership that is Coast to Coast AM. Oh, L.A. Marzulli. I actually, okay. L.A. Marzulli. I'm your host, John B. Wells. I, Greatest radio voice, man. I Him was, and Howard Stern. Yeah, I guess. I mean, my two picks for greatest radio voice would be Jack Buck, Garrison Keillor, oh. or Stephen Fry, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, you know, I have a different vein of taste. Yeah. Seriously, John Stephen Fry, man, listen to him narrate a book. I think he does the Harry Potter books. Really? Yeah, or okay. a lot of them. Anyways, what were you saying about this person or no, something? It, do, that you saw? it doesn't matter. It's oh, this okay. conspiracy theory guy that I was watching on a show, and he was talking about oh, Lem and and giants and all this other stuff. And <laughs> then I'm. Just well, he was talking about giants, and it's, uh, it's in the Bible. If you believe in the Bible, no, then you believe in giants. Sorry, but you do. Well, uh, and then I thought, you know what? It's, it's really interesting because I rem- that name is familiar. And he's like, I wrote this book like ten years ago, or like fifteen years ago, called Nephilim. It was my first foray into fiction. I'm like, that's where I know it from because I have that book. I got what halfway this, through it. What is this about? I, half, I got halfway through it and I stopped reading. They're not human. The, they come from somewhere the, else, somewhere far away. Two years ago, aren't it's yeah. so terrible? Like the the prose is so bad. The writing is so so bad. Yeah. Um. And it Mac it follows a lead to Israel. Doesn't move. Or he comes across the reins of one of the Nephilim. It's about how aliens are giants sired by demons mm-hmm. and born of human women. What? It's 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 a whole what book about like, how aliens are actually actually demon human hybrids. It's weird. It's weird with a beard, and I like it. 
Because if aliens exist, there probably are demon-human hybrids. Hey, it's in the Bible. If you believe in the Bible, then you have to believe in it. There's not demon-human hybrids in the Bible. Really? The daughters of God came down to the earth and saw that the the sons of the the the, the daughters of man were were beautiful, and they took of them wives of whatever they whoever they wanted, and they they laid with them. And they and it says and there were giants in the land today, as mighty men of renown of old. Yeah, but that's you're making that connection though. Yeah, because it says that that fallen angels bred with women and produced giants. It says it in Genesis. It happened. And that was that was that was the reason that God destroyed the earth with the flood. If you believe in the Bible, this is what you believe in. But no, this goes back to the original point. No church is gonna is gonna say is gonna let you say this, or let you believe it. So you can't believe it, and so you don't go to church, and you don't talk. I about thought it he destroyed podcast. the world with the flood because of how bad it got. <clears throat> it had gotten the sin of mankind. Why? Why did the sin of mankind get so bad? Read the book of Enoch. Because that's see. what we do. See, the whole book of Enoch is about Enoch, uh, right? Enoch walked with God and was no more. He's the fifth from Adam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fifth from Adam. Methuselah's dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the whole book of Enoch is him having a vision of heaven and of demons talking to him and saying, we want to be redeemed again. We're sorry for what we did. Which was Following teach man how to be bad. It says in the book of Enoch that they they taught women how how to make themselves attractive using makeup and jewelry. It says they taught man machines of war and how to make weapons. And they taught them uh, medicine. They taught them herbs. They taught them magic. They taught them conjuring of demons and spells and resurrection of the dead and all these other things. <clears throat> and then they were intermingling and mating, and then. That was the reason that God... It says that in Enoch? Yeah, the book of Enoch. And it's basically a prequel to the flood of Noah. Saying that this is... this is It's the, the, the prophetic words of Enoch to Noah about why God is destroying. And to Noah and Methuselah and all the rest. About why God is destroying the earth. Mm. It wasn't for man's sin. It was because man was corrupted by Satan. It's pretty trippy. You have the you have the, where to go from here. You have a headache um, face on right now. I know you do. No, I just I'm trying to like get it back to a show because <laughs> you've just been <laughs> ranting and raving for I have fifty some odd minutes of bananas, and I'm not saying I don't like it. I just it's just like you you have that face in which you wish I would have said all this. It's stuff almost off it's the almost air. far too early for this. Like I wish I wish it was like. Two or three in the morning, and we were in uh-huh. Denny's. Yeah, after a getting full st- belly of grease, getting strange looks from the waitresses. Yeah, and some co- well, you get strange looks. Uh, yeah, I know. But and you know, with you get phone numbers, I get strange having, looks. Oh, it happens. And ha- having had you know some coffee, you know some some stimulant, and then uh-huh. and then just having this conversation. Like I said, like it's it's ten o'clock, so like it's like I'm looking forward towards bedtime, but back and it's so I'm kind of I'm just like kind of. All the stuff that you're saying is like sinking in just enough to make me think that like uh, I'd like to like stay up and talk about this for another three hours. But 
I can't, and and now it's just all going to just sit there, and I'll be at work tomorrow and think about giant demon-human hybrids uh-huh. and I'll, yeah. Yeah, as I'm going well, we about call them aliens my now. business. <laughs> oh, of course. Of yeah. You know they have, Let's just go back here. You know they have a base on the moon. Here, how about you seen the video on YouTube of the the alien base on moon, the demon base on moon, on the moon? Now I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you thought it was Nazis on the moon. It's not. It's demon demon human hybrids. <laughs> this is from the Washington Post. Let's get official here. Let's get okay. super. Right. Uh, no. We never did answer the actual question of, okay, so do you have any plans for the first? This comes out on the first. Any, oh. any New Year's messages? Any, uh, or whatever. First off, Happy New Year's. Um, yeah, it's 2015, you guys. Thought. Episode, 2015. what is this, 53 for us? 52? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yep. So just, you know, one more year, you guys. One more year before Hillary destroys the country with her vagina. One more year? Yep. Okay. One more year of freedom. Got it. Cool. So get it all out now. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Elizabeth Warren says, that's, uh, talking about the president, Elizabeth Warren says she's absolutely not running for president. Yeah, she even it's made some comment. I actually saved that article to talk about. She, she she was like, do you want an exclamation point on any of that? Like she had like some kind of curt remark yeah. about like stop asking, basically. So also uh, another thing that is really kind of depressing is that Jeb Bush quit his... Um, his job on the board of directors at a pharmaceutical giant. I think it might have been Bayer, maybe. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't think so, but a pharmaceutical giant like that. Okay. Um, what, what, he quit his, he quit his job as the board of directors. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it was a company that, that kind of sprang up uh, right before Obamacare. Mm-hmm. The Affordable Care Act happened, and they basically grew their business off of the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. And, one hundred percent. Like it, it, this business would not be in. They would. They, it, it's not bare. It's a, it's a different pharmaceutical company. But they wouldn't be in business. They wouldn't have done what they did over the last without, few years. With the, they would have yeah. made money without the Affordable Care Act, basically. But okay. what, what's happening is, is he did that this week to distance himself from both that company and uh, the Affordable Care Act, so he could come up against it and say he's going to overturn it when he runs for president in a year. So we're going to have another Bush in office in in about a year. So. I really hope not. A year and a half. I well, Obama's got two years left, so I haven't been impressed. No, with the 2017. Two. We're going to have another Bush in in office, and people say, "Oh, it's definitely not a dynasty. We're definitely not ruled by just a couple of families in this country." You know, horse crap. Yeah, that's that's just that's just plain old BS. Anyway, you were actually you were going to talk about something people want to hear about. Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh Members of Congress from both sides of the aisle are into putting cameras on police. Yeah, something like eighty-seven percent. Yeah, of the uh, of the public and the uh, general population well, said put this, them on there. Okay, yeah, it shows eighty-eighty-six percent of Americans mm-hmm. support requiring patrol officers in their areas to wear small video cameras while on duty. A finding, a finding in line with other polling on the subject. What's a little more surprising though is the consensus on another issue related to Ferguson and the Eric Garner cases. Independent prosecutors. The poll mm-hmm. also shows about the same percentage, eighty-seven percent. Yeah. Support having these outsider, these outsiders handle cases in which unarmed Americans are killed by police. Those remaining thirteen percent, police officers. Probably, probably police officers, judges, and uh, people who work for uh, law enforcement. While Americans overall say the grand jury was not 
was wrong not to charge the officer involved in the choking of Garner. Garner later died. Republicans are more likely to agree with the decision, 50%, than to disagree, 35%. And here's how popular these two proposals are. Among those Republicans who say the grand jury got it right, i.e. those who think there really isn't much of a problem here that warrants action, even 76% of them support independent prosecutors. Just 22% are opposed. Yeah. Well, police officers around the country are not making a very good case for this not to not happen. Well, you can't. Like I, the, I was thinking about this after seeing this headline, and I've, it's popped up in my head in these last couple months and whatever. It, like, like how how as a cop do you even? Th- th- I mean, there's been cops and ex cops that have gone on the record as having said basically, you know, in so many words that the only reason you would not support this as a police officer is if you were deliberately trying to do things outside the law, yeah. outside your jurisdiction. As a as a crooked cop, like every basically. cop, like every cop in the world ever. Period. I would like to think that they're not all like that. I would like to take almost every case study and news article that in the world ever and tell you that it absolutely disagrees with that statement. I don't know. I think that. Anyways, that's it, okay. That's not here's, here's the thing: no matter if you were a never good, say never or always doesn't matter. So people say, well, the individual man, the individual, the individual. Here's uh, individual cops are nice people. Here's the thing. Police officers are not individuals. They are a part of a fraternity. They even call themselves fraternal order of police officers. Okay, they are part of a fraternity. What what is what do fraternities do? They initiate you into a program, a system of control, whereby you have to follow their rules. Yeah. Okay. This happens across college campuses all the time. Yeah. Police, no, I know. No, but the whole the whole thing is the police officers. You're not an individual anymore when you are a police officer. You are part of a larger group. And if you kick against that group, if you do anything to fly in the face of the herd mentality, you are ostracized. You will be killed, ostracized, lose your job, or, or lose everything. Okay? Yeah. You either go, you either get with the program, or you get off the ship. Can't corner the Dorner. Okay. <laughs> so, as, as a police officer, you either on their side, doing what they want you to do, as a police officer which is control the population, not serve and protect, but control the population, or you're out, or you don't be a police officer. So the, the system is corrupt, and it's the system, the fraternity, that controls the individual. I think so in that's general, why when I say that every cop cities, is corrupt, uh, I can say every cop is corrupt, because the cops are not individuals. What they do on patrol, what they do as a police officer, is completely dictated by a larger herd mentality of the fraternal order of policemen. It has nothing to do with what they, as an individual, can do or want to do. Um, the whole system with uh, uh, de Blasio in New York, the New York mayor, the, it, the New York Police Department has proved, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that they, over the past two weeks, that they are a mafioso organization. They wield yeah. power, in, and they, they, they take all their political power to make political officers, the mayor the DA, whatever, do exactly what they want to do. And you can't question the police force because they're un- then you're unpatriotic. And you can't question... And, and so as, as a p- politician, you have to get the police force behind you to endorse you to if get elected. you yeah. want to get elected. Yeah. They hold tremendous sway over politicians. And it's, it's akin to, uh, to, to protection money. They're, police forces run a racket in this country. And the individual... As as much as I'd like to say this police officer is a nice person, get them out of uniform, probably the greatest person in the world, okay? But it, it, we see this in academia too, right? As, and an individual 
a professor would probably be very open to certain ideas. But as an academic, as part of the academic community, if you if you introduce things that the rest of the academia doesn't believe in or doesn't want to support, yeah. you will be ostracized. You will lose your your position, uh, your, your, position yeah. your tenure, whatever. Well, now here's the question, though. So in order to pay, keep paying your bills, you have to fall in line with the program. Bringing this back to reality, though. So what's the answer, though? Like, like, like because and here's the, here's the point that I was gonna, that I was going to make that I was going to say because when you said all, like, it really isn't all because if you if you pull you know the sixty five year old guy who's been a sheriff in his town for twenty years now out of the middle of Missouri or wherever it is and everyone knows his name and and you know if there's he does what he does. That's a little bit different, right? Like he's 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 not, and I don't think he's necessarily a part of that mentality and that 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 ideology. Really, you know, there's no better word for it. So I, that's that's where I wouldn't say all. <coughs> but what's the answer? Uh, I think one specific thing you do is specifically because body the, cameras doesn't doesn't just necessarily well, get rid of it. With even the, looking at the issue, yeah, like you don't just say, okay, federal law, all pl- all police officers have to wear body cameras. Oh, hey, fancy that? There's no more racism on the part of law enforcement. No, it's you know what I mean. Specifically like, with what's what's going on in New York with the Blasio is that I, I think that you strip so you strip unions specifically. Um, police unions mm-hmm. of any and all power that they have yeah. outside of a police force. You you make it illegal for them to endorse any politician. Mm-hmm. You make the flow of money between any politician and the police union absolutely 100% illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, any any other power that... You, a union should be there only to protect... to help protect a job mm-hmm. um, against a false threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and to ensure that, that and or your rights as a worker that, like, that people get that that police officers get paychecks. Yeah, that's what a union is for. Yeah, but what they do now is make backdoor Politics. deals. Yeah, and 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 solidify their power base in order to expand strong arming politicians and things like that. So that okay, that's a good point though. Make that illegal. Okay, I get that. And then probably body cameras is another good. Big good step in the right direction. Um, but the biggest thing though is that that the the law enforcement unions in this country are controlled by law enforcement. Um, I think even more than having individual oversight over mm-hmm. what police officers do, yeah, or independent oversight, right? Citizens, right, overseeing what police forces do, which is what politics is for. That's what politicians are supposed to be doing. Yeah. Okay. Instead of doing that. Give all, all control of the police union, of any police union in this country, over to someone who is not a police officer or to people who are not police officers. If you so, if you are, you can be a part of the police union, but you, if you're a cop, you can never hold a office in the union. Yeah, as a representative, as a representative, or as the board the, member, um, treasurer, whatever. The, what are they? What do they call them? Um, the shop steward. Or the steward. Mm-hmm. Um, there are all sorts of different political like titles in unions, like sergeant at arms and stuff like that. All right. those weird right. titles. Um, but yeah, you you make it completely illegal for any cop to hold any sort of political office in a union. Yeah, you have to be a civilian. You have to be someone who's never been a cop, never been in law enforcement. And you say, well, hey, you know, they don't understand how police how, how police officers work. Well, the whole point. Is for them 
to not know how police work works. To look out the Let, look out for the best of the citizens. Look out for the best interests of the citizens. Mm-hmm. Which is not what the police cops. in general should be there for anyways. Yeah. But if the police union is looking out for the the welfare of the general population, what they're going to do is make sure that the cops are doing their job correctly. Mm-hmm. And not simply protecting cops, which unions aren't about making sure the cops do what they're supposed to do. It's about making sure that the cops get away and don't get prosecuted or yeah. are, are allowed to do what they want to do. Yeah. It's yeah. still a hairy issue. And there still oh, sure. yeah, is yeah. no clear answer. But I think that those two things. One of the biggest things we could do is get rid of the the uh the consolidation of power that police unions have in this yeah. country. Yeah. And it's staggering. Especially in big cities. How much power, power they Especially have. Especially yeah. in big cities. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the New York's, the LA's, the Chicago's. Well, even here in St. Louis, um, the police union for the city of St. Louis controls all over the other police forces in the metro area, too. Yeah. So city of Chesterfield has to have approval from the city of St. Louis... St. Louis's um, police force and police union before they can do anything. They're part of the city of St. Louis's union, and they don't have their own individual union. You, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So they have the so basically all the counties, all the county, and all the municipalities, those Ladue, yeah. Chesterfield, Hazelwood, Ferguson, they all have to follow what a small force in the city says for them to do. Yeah, there's too much power in police unions at the very top, and it's not the power isn't spread out enough. Yeah, good points. Good points. Anyways, it's good news though. I feel like yeah, Republicans and Democrats want to put body cameras on everybody. <clears throat> yeah, and it's a bipartisan thing, and and, and it should happen, and it's relatively cheap Com- compared. And people people say it's going to cost. Forty million dollars, or it's going to cost three hundred really million dollars. Yeah, I really country. don't think it would cost Here's that the thing. much. Yeah, I believe it. To, t- to buy a GoPro, even just to buy a GoPro, yeah, for every cop, and then, but it's not. Well, just, the GoPro is like the best of the best. Like but, we, don't, we don't have to even no, have it's, that. But it's not even just. It's not the hardware that's the problem. It's the software, and it's a, the, the putting into place systems and IT solutions. Well, I sound like a commercial for for the Vry. <laughs> you do, but putting putting in in, in yeah. place IT systems. Because really, you have to have that video to be able to record the video, to be able to have an independent oversight. Because yeah. if you just let the cops control the video and the uh, stream oh, of the look, video, look, I don't have video from exactly. that evening or whatever. Yeah, Precisely. I know. So that that's what you have to have, and so then you it's, have to. It's all the infrastructure yeah, surrounding. No, that's a good point, because then it has to. Ideally, it has to. Shoot, I don't even know how you do it. You have, honestly, it's, it's it has like to, a dispatch, It has to go right? somewhere. Like half of people who work, like right a lot of a whatever. lot of people who work for you have you have for every three cops that are four cops that are out there, you have one dispatcher, right? Yeah. Who's handling police calls, yeah. and he's working as a go between, giving information and stuff like that. Yeah. So you have to have basically the same thing only for video and audio recordings. So you have to hire more dispatchers. It's going to cost a, a a lot more money than people think. Well, you don't have to so much. I mean. You don't have to hire more dispatchers, but you have to hire. I don't know. You have to. Yeah, you, you have to get a really. Yeah, you have to get a big system <laughs> in place to handle but, the whole thing. But people who are against it keep talking about how it's going to be cost prohibitive. And here's the thing: if I don't think so, though. if you can 
have. Like, the money's there. Like, remember that John Oliver video we watched about the lottery? Yeah. Take some of that money. No, God dang it. No, like that, <laughs> the money is there. And if we money's can, not going anywhere. If we can spend money on new riot gear every two years no. for every city cop, Well, that right? gets passed down from the military, I think, a lot of times. Exactly. But if you can spend all this money on military surplus, mm-hmm. then why can't you spend it on body cams? Like, it's, it's not the fact that the money isn't there, because it is. We spend billions and billions and billions in this year every... In the, in this country every year on law enforcement, yeah, billions, yeah. So if if the money's there for extra ammunition, right, and a new cars with bigger, faster engines, and all this other stuff, then yeah. it can be it can be there for uh, cameras, body cameras, yeah. But you just law enforcement doesn't want to do it because well, it's just one one more thing. Like I mean, there's a. I, Correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe you don't even know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a, a a lot of municipalities, maybe even cities or whatever city police forces or counties that that it's it's a it's a law that you have to wear, uh, or maybe not a law, but like a rule that that you have to wear a taser in addition to you know. So who, you know who made that decision? Like okay, well we all have tasers now. You know what I mean? Like like most cops have tasers now. I'm pretty sure you know. So it's like. Okay, that's just one more thing, you know. Like the yeah. you know, the cop doesn't have to worry about it. It's just one more thing in their vehicle, one more thing in their whatever, you know. Yeah. Like who cares, you know? Like 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 no cops gonna be like, oh, that's so cumbersome. I I wouldn't dare. Like yeah, no idiot. Like, Pretty sure every cop it's carries. 2015. Like you, you know what I mean? Like, every cop carries right. You carry two pairs of hand gloves. You can't handcuffs. You carry carry rubber gloves. You carry a f- giant flashlight. Or even sometimes even a small one. You carry a nightstick. You yeah. have a sidearm. You have a taser. You yeah. have multiple cartridges for the taser. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's just Probably on your person. Probably a magazine for the firearm. Yeah, that's just on your yeah. person. Yeah, and then you have a computer in in the vehicle. In the vehicle, sometimes you have a, a shotgun, shotgun in the vehicle. Think, yeah, you have so much stuff in the trunk of that car. Yeah, right. Then you have dash cams. Yeah, you have all this other equipment that's in the radar car. and on and on. And on. How, yeah. Every cop also has a radio on the, on their person. Yeah. So of all this equipment they have on them, what? How, how is a four ounce camera gonna going to yeah, change anything? Yeah, yeah. How, the four ounce camera, the size of 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 a walnut, is going to make your life that much make it that much more cumbersome. Right. I mean, it's going to make it that much harder for you to do your job. No, sorry. Yeah. Plus, at the at the cost of, I mean, at what cost? Like, because that's the whole idea here is that. In theory, it's going to prevent or at least at least lower these types of incidents of of police brutality and or and or people getting killed. Yeah, you know, or at the very at the very least, you know, like like you know, Mike Mike Brown things thing happens. Whoever looks at that video or whatever, maybe it never gets released necessarily or whatever, but at least it's right there and it's like and and then you have that, you know, I, and I would like to think that you know, a year from now, let's say all police officers have that. If 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 they do, and we know that, and then a grand jury looks at it and looks at the video and and and, and doesn't char- charge them, well, what are you gonna do? You know, they, I mean, they looked at the video. Like, what what more could you possibly, lo- you know? I don't know. I mean, like I said, I feel it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. But anyway, New Year's Eve. Um, everybody, come over to my apartment. New Year's Day. Um, nine o'clock at night. We're going on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day, we're gonna have a secret. Uh, you guys know where my place is. Yeah. Um, if we, you know well, where we you, all do. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. I'm not gonna give out the address or anything because anybody who's already knows already knows. Yeah. Show up uh, nine o'clock New Year's nine Day. Nine o'clock New Year's Day. January nine o'clock 1st. p.m. Yeah. 
Um, we're gonna have a secret overthrow the government. All cops are evil. Oh, okay. And, little power. Uh, yeah, aliens are secret. Uh, we're we gonna make s'mores. We're gonna make s'mores. Uh, we're gonna talk about how we hate the CIA. Okay. Um, about all our theories about nine eleven. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I mean, this is how, and about this how is like ha- aliens are secret. Are aliens are actually what if the CIA demon, shows human hybrids? Up? Huh? What if the CIA shows up? Oh, they're here right now. You, you know, yeah, know you that? just put this on the internet. Like, you didn't know that the, the the CIA is like the Holy Spirit. If you believe in it, it it dwells inside of you. It's everywhere. It goes with you wherever you go. Oh, okay. Everywhere I go, I take the CIA with me. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. The CIA and the Holy Spirit are roommates in my heart. <laughs> they don't get along all the time, but right. They're like, the they odd, they're like the odd couple, you know, yeah. Walter Matthau, John, Jack Lemmon of yeah of uh. The movie, yeah. My 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 heart. <laughs> Walter Matthau is totally the Holy Spirit. Jack Lemmon's the CIA. Nice. That's awesome. Um, what's that CIA? You want you want me to give this? I'm sorry. CIA wants me to give a special message to the people out there. Oh, they, 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 I don't. I I, I don't. You better listen. Will they believe me? I mean, you better listen to them. All right. The CIA says that it it loves you, everyone out there in Audio Land. They love you. It protects you. It wants to protect you, and it's only looking out for your best interest. Of course they are. Um, yeah. Don't don't believe what you've heard about the CIA. Because it's based on the moon. Don't don't believe what you've heard about the CIA. They they love you, and they don't wear women's clothing secretly by themselves when no one else is looking. That's all. Happy New Year. Because this comes out on the first. <laughs> happy New Year, many happy returns, and uh, uh, stay safe out there, everybody in Audio Land. I guess it about doesn't. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway, goodbye. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.